everybody. I am Mary, and uh, welcome to Pastimes. There's a lot of crazy things going on this week, so um, let's get right into it, shall we? Uh, I am not staying uh, or having any part of that last or that last lap of the first race in the Cup Series. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um. So let's get into a few things here. Um, you notice there's only two of us today. Um, I'm looking at the itinerary here. Uh, why is Caitlin not here? Uh, Caitlin had some previously scheduled things uh, going on for today, so she's not available for recording for this episode, but that's okay. Yeah, she told me she's going to need to take a leave of absence, so... If you want to support her, go support Tuesday Tastings. There's always going to be links in the description. I'm going to change mm -hmm. that on the defaults later. But anyway, looking over at the itinerary here. Um, cup race. First cup race. Uh, Alex Bowman continues the Hendrick dominance after Kyle Larson's tire blows. Uh, yeah. Not really a Bowman fan <laughs> or a Larson fan because Larson's rude and likes to say bad words. But yeah, uh, I don't need this jacket. It's way too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to pick that up later. It got way too warm in yeah. here. All right, go ahead and give us your spiel, Mary. And I'm going to clean up here. <laughs> okay. Alex Bowman wins the uh, first of the Pocono doubleheaders for Cup after Kyle Larson's spectacular left front tire, tire failure in the last turn of the last lap. Yay. As for the drivers that we all root for in the uh, Cup Series at this point, Ryan Blaney, who is Caitlin's driver, finishes fifth. Brad Keselowski, who is my NASCAR Dozen member in Cup, finishes tenth. And Chase Elliott, who a lot of us root for, finished twelfth. Yeah, it's my current so, driver. That's And that is, anyways, um, so this segment is of Pastimes is brought to you by Lionel Racing. Get your diecasts at lionelracing.com or at Circle B Diecasts. We each have a diecast with us. Mine is Dario Franchitti's 2008 Fastenal Dodge Xfinity car. Yeah, mm -hmm. mint in the box, too. And the one that I have is apparently Rare Ride Day, because I also have a rarer ride. The 92 Excedrin car, most notable for Jimmy Johnson, but I have his successor. No, not Tabo 9. It was Andy Houston. Does it have a name? On, I think I might have that. Or hang on. Does it have <laughs> a uh, name on the, uh, on the name rail? Because I think I have it. I think I have that car. Yeah, I think that's the exact diecast, but I don't see a name per se, so it might be a promo. Because mine does. Does that have one have a name on it? Yes, it does. Okay, it's not the same one. On the car and all over the box. <laughs> all right, um, but the predecessor to the cup race was a truck race. Going over what. Um, how bad that race was. Um, John Ernievichek wins. No surprise there. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's the a good our, news. Our mutual driver, 
who we all pulled for in trucks. Carson Hosevar finished 13th. Johnny Sauter finished 35th. Yay! After Jack Boyd. Everyone knows I don't like Yeah, you like the note I put in there on him? Yeah. You like the note I put on him? What? You like the note I put on Jack Wood in the itinerary? <laughs> Jack Wood is a jackass. I like that. Here's our itinerary for today. Yeah. Really <laughs> Mary's the one that prints up the itineraries. I'm the one who gets the guests. And Caitlin's the one who just says random shit. <laughs> Speaking of which, I asked one a few of my buddies... Uh, in racing her question and there were some pretty funny answers and then they spiral into a three-hour debate is that what happened to us on episode 24 no well the question that uh the thing you cut out your berlin blog that i told you if you lost that bet that she'd have to tell that story yeah it's not a good story to tell without caitlin in the room I'm hey. not telling that story. Forget it. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you my side, but I'm not telling you how this whole thing got triggered. <laughs> but she asked me a worse one. Do I dare ask? You can. Would you rather barf what? through your nose or poop through your that? mouth? Would you rather barf through your nose or poop through your mouth? Barf through your nose or poop through your mouth? Yes. Only one of those is possible. Believe me, I've barfed through my nose when I was really sick. Yeah, that would be the answer because that could legit happen. Yes. And Caitlin was a teacher. Anyways, you you know, we, we might make... Caitlin, we know you're watching. We mean no offense by anything we say. She knows we're joking around. But anyways, uh, let's talk about a little so. bit about the Jack Wood, Johnny Sauter thing. Because Johnny Sauter has had the absolute worst luck since he won his Truck Series championship. Actually, when he went back to Thor Sport, that's when it all started. When GMS dumped him for absolutely no reason. They dumped, well, I thought they dumped him for, uh, who went to that? Well, he won in 2016, moved to Thor Sport in 17. No, 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 no. He left Thor Sport in twenty after the 2015 season when Crafton decided to be an idiot at Phoenix and still lost the title. So Sauter went to GMS in 2016, won the championship, and was a championship contender for a while. And then in 2018, he should have won the championship, but GMS thought, nope, we're not going to do anything with him anymore. Oh, he did. So basically, he... Yeah. And that's when Brett Moffitt won the championship. So when Moffitt loses his ride to a ride snatcher, hi, Austin Hill. Basically, Moffitt, GMS decides to dump Sauter for Moffitt. And the funny part is, Moffitt had the same thing happen to him this past season. And that's the sucky part. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's discuss Sauter, what happened well, between before- Johnny Sauter and Jack Wood. Watching it, they didn't even start the damn race. Yeah, he missed his shift on the start, got hit, bounced off the wall, 
and then inexplicably turned into Sauna, turning him into the wall. And that basically ruined the race. It wasn't as bad as the Sauter Hutchins thing from Charlotte that happened the night before uh, what we're replacing Hot Seat with. So Very true. Speaking, Very we are true. going to be... Very true. We, I do have a, was not that bad. Uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about the future of the Hot Seat. Uh, brought to you by Anchor. Anyway, um, moving on from that, um, Xfinity. It was an Aust- It was the Austin Cedric show. Whoop de doo. How many people? Well, yeah. <laughs> I am beginning to not like Cedric. I would be one hundred percent honest. That little daddy's boy only has his job because his daddy works on the IndyCar side at Penske. Now. People attack me on Twitter. I'm going to change the hat style here real quick because I don't know why. Uh, I got a – this is a vintage hat right here. It was my great-grandpa's. He was not a Jeff Gordon fan at all. But anyway, what I'm saying <laughs> is we're moving on from – listen, Cindric only has his ride because of his dad, all right? I don't care what people say. It's an unpopular opinion. If – and this is all I got to say to you, Centric fans. Um, but we're definitely seeing how Austin Centric is probably going to take over NASCAR. Like, he's a good guy. It's just I am so tired of seeing him win. Before, I was so tired of seeing him wreck. But he, I will give him credit. He has improved. He's way better than he was years ago. And I think he came back more determined this year to win the championship because he's going to cup next year. He's going to the most legendary team in all of NASCAR. So there's a lot on you. If you're going to make a move like that. All right. Anyway, what's next? Oh, the Kyle Bush um, stuck in fourth gear show. Let's talk about that. Um, I did not expect Kyle Bush to win that race. I, Expected him to win the first I race. I expected him to win the first race, not the second. Because he – something I've noticed about him is when he does stuff like that, he crumbles. But he had a very good run in both races. And I'm not a Bush fan, but I uh, will congratulate him and Ben Bayshore on that performance. That was a performance I didn't even think was possible. All right, so moving in, we've got hot laps. Um. Uh, what do what do we want yeah, to do next? That was oh, hot laps. that was that was hot laps. Brought to you by Lionel. Um. So, I was not here last week because of my back surgery. Regarding that, we're all good to go. Right. Uh, we'll be at Berlin Raceway tomorrow at the time of at the time this is being recorded. Uh, I'm not sure Which means what it we're racing yesterday. If you're listening, <laughs> what? Which means you're li- which means it happened yesterday. In case you're listening now, yes. This will be the final pastimes ever broadcast on a Sunday. I'm going to make that announcement here. Pastimes will move to Saturday because we don't want to interfere with races. So Saturday, 8 p.m., that's when we will have pastimes. All right. um, so basically what they needed to do was they needed to adjust some of the vertebrae in my in my lower back because it got mm-hmm. screwed because it's still screwed up from what happened in March. Mm-hmm. Mary, you okay. obviously know what happened in March and what that led up to with a certain someone. Yeah. Who is now, 
resorting to doing God knows what because it's just weird. I don't even know what, what to say. Um, hot topics. There's two of them this week. That's um, right. What the hell did Trackhouse do? Yeah. I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ganassi wasn't out. for sale. And then Justin Marks comes to Ganassi with this huge ass offer. It's just like, what the hell are we doing now? I had to laugh because I found out from a Danny B Talks post because the previous day he was asking, what team should I do a rise and fall on? So come the day this happened, he says, well, Ganassi rise and fall anyone? Says, oh, no, now what? And I'm seeing the comments and stuff. I'm seeing Chastain's going to lose his rush. I says, okay, sponsor. Check Twitter. Justin Marks buys Ganassi's cup program. Huh? Pitbull yeah. did not buy it. Yeah, Justin Marks did. Pitbull, let me explain something here. Pitbull yeah. is not an owner owner. He's a co-owner endorsing the team. It's like right. what Denny Hamlin is doing. Well, Denny Hamlin and, and uh, Michael Jordan, that's a different story. But, I mean, yeah. there are a list of people. Now, really, the dumbest thing regarding NASCAR that I've ever heard is something that came out of Jeff Gordon's mouth a few years ago. Disney uh -oh. buying NASCAR. I beg your pardon? Jeff Gordon said Disney wanted to buy NASCAR or should buy NASCAR. Huh? No. Huh? Was your roommate asking you for something? No. Roommate's not here for the moment. He's at work. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of Jeff <laughs> Gordon, Jeff Gordon is is leaving the Fox booth. Hallelujah. I am That's so tired of hearing him. I am a diehard Gordon fan. Look around this room. There is a lot of Gordon stuff. All right? I have Jeff's autograph. Day, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. There's Jeff posters over there. Yeah. The Jeff posters are by my TV. And, well, no, the boxing stuff is over here. Because you might not know this. I used to box. Yay. When I was 16, I was a boxer. Mm-hmm. COVID, fortunate COVID screwed that up but anyway so jeff gordon is going to be the v vice chairman i think is what the position is i don't know i believe so. yes i think that that is the best thing that could happen for trackside sent you a friend request what the fuck is this oh it's someone from it's my buddy's company um that's interesting do you know how many nascar drivers i'm friends with on facebook no less than four. Name them. Well, Phil Parsons today, apparently. Uh, Boston Reed, Lyndon Amick, and Hank nope. Parker Jr. Really? Lyndon, Lyndon and Hank aren't on Facebook. Interesting. Hosevar, off the top of my head. Hosevar, oh, yeah. Reed, Parsons, Abadi. Um... <laughs> That can mean anything. <laughs> Michelle Abadi, she ran the Ghost Supplements car. Or, oh, I thought you said a baddie. Like a bad no, guy. Michelle driver. Abadi is her name. <laughs> that you wanted to hide from me. Oh, fuck. Okay. Who, who else? Um, what? Justin Labonte's wife. <laughs> okay, um, that could count. 
All right, let's see who else. We're actually, I'm on Facebook right now. Let's see. Oh, new Facebook. <laughs> we will get into that. Oh, did you see the pic? Oh, uh, we'll go to my Twitter, actually, to see what I did on Twitter. Uh, that's... Uh, here's Twitter. Oh, shit. Butterfingers. <laughs> As okay. you can see. Oh, wow. Nice. I'm not in Grand Rapids today. I got back uh, from Grand Rapids three days ago. Anyway, um, I got a John <laughs> Wood. Oh, John Wood. John Wood. That's cool. Rich Sherman. Uh, Scott Melton. You can call it that. I, I I'm hey. not a big. Uh, that's someone I went to school with. That's someone who races the lower series. That's one of my YouTube buddies. Uh, that's one of my friends. Oh, Jeff Gordon's cousin. Oh, that's cool. I've got crew chiefs on here too. Jeff Hammond. All right. Larry McReynolds. Obviously. Well, uh, Hank Parker Jr. is one of my LinkedIn contacts. Um, who else is on here? Um, Johnny Benson's nephew. Caitlin's okay. cousin. Caitlin's cousin. I, I know what a nephew is. <laughs> uh, Reed Wilson. Someone I competed against. Okay. Someone that is... The, the guy who dated my ex after my ex and I broke off our engagement. We don't want it. We don't talk about her. No. Uh, just a bunch of friends from school. My best friend. Some people I was friends with when I was in orchestra. Does Evan shot? Oh, Blaine Perkins. Blaine Perkins. He drives for uh, our motorsports. Uh, okay. Shoot, who else is on here? I've got over a thousand Facebook friends. <laughs> Brendan Littell, I'm friends with him. He's not an escort driver. Yeah, Brent Sherman, okay, he's on I here. Well, everyone knows him. Brittany Zamora. Brittany Zamora. I've heard of her, yes. We I don't want to talk about Brittany. <laughs> oh, um, another piece of well, we'll get into that stuff later. Um so Jeff is taking over the vice chairman role at Hendrick. Now, I think this is personally a good move, both for the Fox booth and for Jeff Gordon himself and for Hendrick. Remember, when he retired, he did not give up any time at Hendrick. He still was in charge of some stuff. I believe he still owned the – I believe he took ownership of the five car, which is now the 24, and he maintained ownership of the 48, which is still the 48. I want to make this clear, people. The 88 car did not become the 48. Okay? The 48 stayed the same. Just Hendrick moved Bowman, Ives, and that team over the 48 and hired Larson to drive the 88, which they renumbered to 5. William Byron does not drive Jeff Gordon's car. William Byron drives Casey Kane's car that they renumbered to 24 because they renumbered the 24 to 9. That's one way to think about it. 
No, that's how it is, Mary. Anyway, <laughs> back to me now. Uh, first time we've yeah. said that today. Uh, Trackhouse, Hendrick. Oh, another piece of news from original Big Bry, a.k.a. Brian LaFleur Jr. Lionel Racing is releasing die-cast die cast cars. I'm going to go grab one. So you guys can have reference. Not okay. the Frank Heaty one. I'm going to go grab an actual. <laughs> so i grabbed two of them i could have all right you know what no these aren't what it's gonna be like but i've got jeff gordon's 2000 snoopy car and christian fittipaldi's 2003 yankees car <laughs> this i'm gonna use frank era fittipaldi's look at the yellowing in this one i bought this from a store in pennsylvania that was closing. Should I open it? I'm not going to open it. We Jeff Gordon fans don't talk about the Snoopy car. Anyway, <laughs> the hoods aren't going to open, but they're going to have the actual die cast bodies. I think I got a better one here. For ah, okay. <laughs> the dog is awake because of me. I think this might be a better way to explain it, maybe. This is Johnny Benson's 1995 Lipton T champion I car. I got that exact same one. I got so does Alan Nato. Is yours still in the box? <laughs> All I need is Jeff's and good. All I need is Jeff's and then the, and then we'll be good. And mine is mirrored. Is my is my uh thing mirrored on your and Mary? No. Okay. So that means it's not going to be recorded in your mode. So, I think... But yeah, I got the exact same one. <laughs> All I need is Jeff's now and I'm good. So, <laughs> they're going to be releasing a brand new type of die-cast car with die-cast chassis and rubber wheels. I don't think I have any with rubber wheels over there. And I don't think I... Maybe, maybe here's a better one. The hoods aren't going to open, but it's going to be more like this. This is Adam Petty's 2000 Sprint Chevy Bush car. Mm -hmm. You can see the diecast body right there. It's not going to look like that, yeah. but it does have rubber wheels on it. You know what? Screw it. Actually, fuck it. Here's the best. Here's the best one. Here's the best example. This is CFS, though. John Woods 2008 Air Force Ford. This is what the chassis, the bottom of the chassis is pretty much going to look like. Okay. So thank you to Original Big Bride for that. <laughs> um, what's next? This is uh, Hot Topics Hothead. This is the Hothead presented by Sipshine. Not a sponsor. I just like saying that. It sounds professional. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Sipshine is a brewery up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, they sponsored the Sipshine Bar at my favorite place in the whole wide world. So if you're ever in the Grand Rapids area, go ahead and get some Sipshine at whatever. I think it's available at every bar. I haven't been to a tap room in Grand Rapids in years. So <laughs> what am I angry about? Initially, I was going to talk about driver safety and how 
the Haas device is the safest thing, and the six-point seatbelt needs to be utilized in local racing. But no, because of our Berlin meetup and the fact of who we saw, who we all met that day, I wanted to talk a little bit about, I'm not mad about him. I'm mad about a philosophy that this isn't a jab at Johnny. This is something I think people need to understand. Bumping other cars. Now, at Martinsville, it's a given. I understand why Johnny doesn't like that. However, (laughs) I hate it too. But I do not like how people condemn moving another car when, oh, this guy's leading the race. I'll tell you a little story of mine. I believe this was 2019. It was 2019 because I almost got in a fight over this and my ex decided to get involved. So oh, bro, this, bro. Is a, this is a story I can tell about her with her not in the room. Um, and this much is okay. As long, but she got involved and I'll tell you what happened. So we're racing, I think, a super late model. And I'm racing, I think it was Austin Hall. I'm racing Austin. He's holding up the track. He doesn't. He's leading the race. He's holding up the track. I got a faster car than him. He's being a danger to everybody else. And car, and the car was was a the track was a one lane racetrack that night. So I moved Austin uh, out of the way. I knocked him out of the way. He almost goes. He didn't get one lick of damage on the car. And then he ends up finishing like ninth. Everyone got mad at me. I get out of the car. Everyone's booing me. And then I'm like. And then, you know, I did the you know, little, I taunted him a little bit. But, why are you making that face? <laughs> All I said I was, I apologize to Austin Hall and his team, but, oh wait, it's because you met Austin Hall and you liked his paint scheme. Was he the one with the purple car and the pink dog in the back? I yes. think it was that one. Okay. Wait, was it? I don't think it was Austin Hall. I take that back. It wasn't Austin Hall. Shit, it might have been Evan Shotko. I don't know who it, it wasn't was. Evan Shotko, no. No, when I was racing, I got, I'm trying to think. Was it Shotko or was it? I, I wouldn't know. I wasn't there. You clearly were not there. <laughs> um, it's obvious you weren't there. Go oh, back yeah. and watch your Berlin vlog. You, It was clear as day you weren't there. <laughs> and given some of our conversations, it's even more obvious you weren't there. But um, you, you didn't witness the near fight. It'll probably come back. Exactly. I'll probably remember it at like two in the morning and then text you and then post it after this comes out. But anyway, so I'm racing yeah. some guy. It wasn't Lauren mm-hmm. Bush. I said it no. was a dude. I was not racing Lauren Bush. I know for a fact it was not Lauren Bush. Well, um, yeah. She's not a guy. She's a great racer. I'll tell you, she's a great racer. I'm not going to yeah. play anything faster. Shotko, he's a great racer. I love racing against him. Hosevar, uh, Eric Holtzlander, Tony Caputo, Nick DeLongpre, Josh Fry. They're all great people. I love racing against them all. However, they, they have all, at one time or another, made me a little angry. If, if it goes back to a philosophy that me and my friends discussed at one point. Every driver, at least once, will make you mad. Whether minor or major. 
That'll make you mad at least once. I just feel like it, at a track like Berlin, given the fact the first time I went there as a spectator this year, there was a big Trump unity float in the parking lot, which Jeff told me isn't going to happen ever again because they upped the security after that. <laughs> but um, moving on. So I assume um, that means all variants of political stuff, right? So yeah, he doesn't Trump want or that. Biden. Not Trump, not Biden, not Bush, okay. Romney, Obama, whatever. Which I did. It's not Mitt Romney okay. I didn't like. It's Paul Ryan I don't like. <laughs> if I don't like the vice president, I'm not going to vote for that candidate. I did not like Sarah Palin. It's a very known fact I don't like that fake Christian woman. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Jeff, Jeff and I have had multiple conversations about this. Josh and I have had conversations about this. Nick and I have had conversations. Evan, Lauren, Carson, Johnny, we've all had conversations about this. Okay. This goes back to something I told Johnny. I asked him, why do you feel it's bad to knock another driver out of the way? He said it's not the right way to race. Up here, you're not taught to race that way. Down south, you are. You go down to Volusia, holy yeah. shit, they're wrecking people. I, I go to Saluda. Oh my god, we suck because of some motherfucker who put me in the, into the wall. I am so tired of people saying that, of knocking people out of the way just to be an asshole. If you're going to do it to be an asshole, then that's not okay. But if another driver, like, let's hypothetically say that was Austin Hall, even though I don't think it was, let's say it was Austin Hall, if he's holding up, the, if he was holding up the track, and I got a faster car, Shaco's got a faster car, Josevar has a faster car, Lauren Bush has a faster car. Say Josh Fry, Nick Longpre, Eric Holtzlander, say they're all in the race, and Austin Hall is holding up the racetrack. It's okay to knock him out of the way. That's that is when it's okay. It's not okay to just do it. It's not okay to pull in a hurt senior. Yes. It's okay to do it if they're a legit danger to the track. Yes. Remember that 60 truck at that in the street stock race? Yes. That that is when it's okay to knock a driver out of the way. Now it's never okay to wreck them. It's okay to put them in the wall. It's just okay to give them a little bit of a love tap and move them out of the way. Mhm. Mm I can't remember who, I still don't think it was Austin Hall. He, I think he was racing at Berlin at that time, but I don't think he was racing super late models. I know Josevar knocked me out of the way a couple times. <laughs> I'm still not over it. He won the 2017 Series Championship there. Well, oh, wait, yeah. I wasn't there at that time. I was still, that was my, that was my year at Kalamazoo. But uh, I'll still go run a race at Kalamazoo. We were supposed to run there tonight, but they forgot it was the night of the it was the night of destruction with a big ass fireworks show. That's the reason they postponed it. Yeah, I the night of destruction, right. not the fireworks. Right. Tomorrow <laughs> it's fireworks at Hartford. I might go to that. Uh, hot, hot seat. It's time for that now. No interviews, but we do have a few that we're that we're thinking about. Uh, Ward Burton, Lyndon Amick. That'd be cool. All right, Kenny Wallace. Pitbull. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> um, did I say Hank Parker Jr.? You did at one point, yes. Let's start over. Hank Parker Jr., Lyndon Amick. Yes. 
Kenny Wallace, yes. Pitbull, Rich Bickle, I would love that bet. Are all cons- mm-hmm. are all drivers we're considering for it for interviews. And you know what else? I'm going to allow Mary to do interviews by herself because I got someone reaching out to Andy Houston. What? You heard me. You heard me. That, that, that'd be neat. You're doing that one by yourself. If I can get all the stuff set up on my end, I can definitely do that. I I'd will... love to have a conversation with Andy. Well, um, he's in my recommended friends on Facebook. So I just sent him a friend <laughs> request. Okay. <laughs> you just set up a Zoom meeting, and then he'll join it, and that's how I've done these before. But anyway, moving on. Uh, what are we okay. actually talking about in the hot seat today? Well, this is our first time discussing anything in any format since our trip, so let's discuss that. I feel like it would not be – I feel like it's not okay to talk about it without Caitlin, but you know what? We're going to do it anyways because – Caitlin is being Caitlin, and she's on her leave of absence. So, uh, because I had no idea you were there, uh, let's talk about how this whole thing came about. Okay, let's start with your perspective, starting at the beginning first. Well, it was two weeks before that. It was announced Johnny was going to be at Berlin, and I kept pestering my dad because that's how we go to the races. And I found out I wasn't racing that week, but I did sign a lot of autographs that day because people recognized me. I was still giving, you know, my guys were giving out cards, so they're just like, "Oh, we got three of them. We got to find Alex Wood." They're like, "Oh, he's here. He's right over there." So, so I signed a few. And um, anyway, moving on. So we went. I got out of the car. I noticed the hat. I'm like. What the hell? I'm like, I did not expect Mary to be there. Not one <laughs> fucking bit. I was just like, holy shit. And then we get into the track. I gotta go. And not only could I hold my pee for an hour and a half driving driving to Grand Rapids from Benton Harbor, but I don't live in Benton Harbor, but well, I live on the border of Benton Harbor and St. Joe. But anyway. Um so I live 15 minutes away from the Whirlpool World Headquarters. You know that. Um, Moving on. So I'm thinking, so then you and I got to talking there. And then I open up the vlog. My dad goes and sits and has a couple beers. Um, And then we're just talking about the racing. We're talking about the Hutchins and Sauter thing. And who do we immediately see walking out of the bathroom? (laughs) Or No, out of the concessions area. (laughs) <laughs> that's when we found Striegel, correct yep and then we now talked that was to amazing him. you gotta well, admit jeff Striegel is a really either. nice guy he is he is uh he, he does a lot for a lot of people new article being published soon so uh, about him taking the GM role. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're watching the race, and some other Johnny Benson fanatics come up. Yes, Frank and Brad. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of them? They were cool. 
I not as knowledgeable as you, though. <laughs> They're not as knowledgeable as you, though. <laughs> about Johnny. Well, I, I guess you could say that. I told Striegel that uh, <laughs> in the in the email he sent to Norm Gelsma, Norm, I'm from Michigan. Because <laughs> I did see him. He said. Hey, Alex, stop bringing your Missouri vibes here. <laughs> At least I think it was Norm that said I was from Missouri. I'm, I might have been misquoted. It might have okay. been Norm. I, I, have a, I, have a very, I have a feeling it was Norm. There's a 95% okay. chance it was Norm that said that, but Norm knows where St. Joe is. <laughs> you know what? He, honestly, honestly, mm -hmm. I don't think it was his fault because it was printed Missouri on the sheet. So I think it was the people that hired me that did that. But anyway, so we're talking with Striegel, talking about Carson. We go on to the track, and I'll have you tell the story of this. <laughs> okay. So the autograph stuff was going on and was getting ready to happen. Because we were told there was going to be an autograph session before all the racing stuff started, right? And they moved it so, a half hour later. But that was okay. He gave us more time to talk to Jeff and Brad. So that was cool. Not Brad, Brad and Brad, Frank and Brad. Jeff. Why did I say Jeff? You thought about Striegel? Probably. Or your Gordon hat. <laughs> so anyway, they opened the Can gate. I take it off? No, you're fine. Oh, I got to switch hats for this segment. Hang on. There we go. More fitting now. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway. I got another one, by the way. Not this. I got a no cheerios hat. So, I started my filming because I was doing a vlog myself because I am never going to experience something like this ever again. <laughs> link in the description. Via the YouTube aspect, link in the description. Yes, for our YouTube audience, if you're watching by YouTube. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's what we say here. We start going onto the track, and I could not believe we were doing this. And then, right ahead of Alex is Johnny. I didn't even see and him. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm having one of my one of those OMG things that fans usually do when they see someone that they like a lot. So, of course, I'm hesitant and nervous about this, so me and Alex diverge to the car he's racing that night, and right there is Johnny's sister. So, Alex and I have our greetings, and Alex and Johnny's sister, Barb, are talking as I'm filming the car, and I'm filming Johnny having pictures with a couple people who went up to him. And I said... <laughs> I said, okay, we're not going to bombard him. We're not going to be like that. And the instant I say that, he comes to us. And you can hear that nervous, exciting quiver in my voice. <laughs> so Alex notices, says hi to Johnny, shakes his hand. And then Alex introduces me to him. And he asked me how I was doing. And my usual response to anyone asking that question is, not too bad. I couldn't even say that right! I said, not too! Which, ironically, is the name 
a Pokemon. We're, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that to him. <laughs> and he tried, he tried to play the clip. You remember Mary? Hi! Not you. Hey, can we get a picture together? Yeah. <laughs> you found the clip. But yeah, that's essentially what happened. And spent a lot of time doing the autograph stuff. Alex had the idea to do a grid walk for the front portion of the well, the entire line, thing, basically. But, I, but we were, but the second two lanes are so crowded that we couldn't do it. The, the funniest one was oh, was uh, okay. I think the funniest one was Eric Holtzlander. And like he, oh I, yeah, because he was at the very front of the line. Yeah, he was just like. Wait, what podcast is it? We were doing it? a little vlog thing, and he didn't. Just how confused yeah, a lot of people wasn't were. Sure what and the fact that the you said hi to the camera people. Let's see if we can oh, find yeah, out. People. I think it was Wood TV. No, it was, was the track. Uh, I've been on Wood TV. It was the track. Okay. So the camera crew comes up. So, of course, I do a little high and all that stuff. And Alex looks at me weird and going, well, the camera crew's following you. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, this part. For those watching the YouTube aspect, what Alex is showing is the clip of Johnny autographing a picture that I brought for him to sign for me. And then the I honestly that, think Johnny was joking when he said that. I, I kind of... In one aspect, I hope you're right, but in another aspect, there's an episode of Home Improvement that says, okay, that might be a Michigan thing, to not spoil sporting events. If you ever watch the show Home Improvement, you know what I'm I talking about. I love Home about. Improvement. Well, I didn't, I told him where Carson finished, not how Carson, yeah. how Carson ran. Yeah. So and what I should I what I should have done was warn Johnny not to watch the race because of what happened to the other Johnny. <laughs> Wait, what happened? You don't know what, what I just played? No. I heard him talking, but oh for the love of Alex, for whatever reason, not once, but twice, had me tell the squish ball story from episode 23 to Johnny's sister and his youngest daughter. Why did you make me do that? Because they had to know. Because Caitlin didn't tell them. <laughs> well, Caitlin didn't tell them. I'm trying to find where the camera people were stalking you. It was during the. Um, I'm trying. I'm. I have it. Oh, yeah, here it, it is. It was during the grid walk. It was during the grid walk. There's Nick the Long Frank. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Great, great turnout. Oh, here comes those guys again. Hi. They said it right into the speaker too. I wish. Well, yeah, they passed by. Else we can say hi. Oh. Michael Watcher Gridwalk style. Come on, let's do this. We're doing Gridwalk. All right, we can do this. Fine. This is the car that Jeff Sprinkles, baby. Josh. I'm at Owen. Josh, how you doing? Good, how are you, buddy? Good. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to a program, I was able to document everybody. Yeah, that's my sponsor. Yeah. One of them. Big
Yeah, the Chevrolet Burger Ford. <laughs> they, they're not sponsoring us for that race. Myers is taking over. Okay, let me get this one. <laughs> Tony Caputo. Yep. We've had some conversations about Tony. Hello. Hi, Mario. Yeah, I think he's a cool person. Tony's a good racer, too. You can hear that accent. Yeah, I couldn't hold the phone on all my stuff out at once, so. Awesome. Yeah, and the reason I documented all the other. Current, hmm? notice that. Current driver, notice that. Okay. <laughs> Samantha Stewart, this is her last year at Berlin. Is she moving up or going somewhere else? Somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, the imposter car, as I called it. Mary, who else do you want to go say hi to? Oh, that's Here, here, here. Uh, Adam Kassari, we don't want to see. Good. Here's Eric Holtzlander. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> he made a comment about it. That is tough, yes. We're doing a Michael Walter Group Walk thing. <laughs> so if we could say something to our blog. Hi. Just, just how confused he is. So. Hi. Hi. I, I, I don't know how to say that. Uh, you can introduce yourself, maybe? Uh, my name is Eric Holtz. He didn't know what to do. Thank you. I also want to co-host of the Past Size Podcast. Thank you. Mary, Mary. I'm not going to say last. Nobody here knows my last name. Except me and the Bensons. <laughs> Don't worry about that. And Johnny. <laughs> and Mo. And me. And you. What podcast is it? It's called yeah, Past you really Size Podcast. Okay. You look us up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Spotify. Yep, yep. Um, what else are we on? Any, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Okay. Just, uh, I definitely use Spotify. You can look up uh, Past Up's podcast. Um, we'll have an episode of Johnny Benson on, so you can take a look at that. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. All right. It's also for my channel. What, cha what channel is it? It's called Ultimate 23 Dragon. Ultimate 23? Okay. We'll do. It shouldn't be too hard to find. Oh, I can set up professional audio and audio settings. I'm going to do that later. Anyway, moving on. Uh, what do you want to talk about next <laughs> after we did our grid walk and did autographs and shit? <laughs> well, I think the one story from the autographs that we have to tell is your. why did you decide that this was going to happen? Because before Alex knew I was coming, his idea, he was going to have Johnny sign two cards for me. But what Alex told me he wanted to do is to have one of them signed to my real name and then one to my YouTube name. Alex told me this plan. I told him flat out, there is no chance he is going to sign a card to Ultimate 23 Dragon. And I said this no less than four times. And lo and behold, I was right. <laughs> for once. What do you mean for once? <laughs> You also won the bet, so Caitlin's not telling that story. It's going to be told on this podcast bet. at some point. It's no, going to be told not. on this. Yes, it is. 
No, that story gets told on this podcast. The FCC is going to come after both of us, and I ain't having that. <laughs> no, they're not, actually. <laughs> right. They can't, actually. Wait, hey, the tweet's still up. The tweet is still up. I didn't believe her. So I Googled the tweet. And so I didn't really Google the tweet. I Googled the question. Lo and behold, boom. I was like, oh, my God. And plus, there's worse. I'm, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna ask a worse. Would you rather than that? I mean, it's a. It's kind of a win lose situ. It's a lose lose situation. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so the reason I decided to do that was just because I thought it would be fun. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, you could have had him sign it to Dragon. I would have counted that. Yeah, but he, he might have not gotten the reference. But either way. <laughs> uh, moving on. There's a reason we picked Johnny for episode 23. Well, yeah, that was actually an Easter egg. <laughs> now actually, there's multiple reasons, but... There's one reason in particular, and that's your YouTube name. Yeah. And where did it premiere? Aww. <laughs> the original premiere of that particular episode was on my channel. Andy Houston and was also premiere on your channel as well. And the 23 and Ultimate 23 Dragon references Johnny because of his truck series portion of his career. And nothing in the Destroyer H6 name when that was a thing even referenced any of my guys except my dirt number. Hmm. Did you? I sent you that video of me racing David Strummy, didn't I? No. I was a black car fourth in line. Okay. I'll have to send it to you again. David is a great racer on dirt. He sucked in NASCAR, but he was a great racer in dirt. Yeah. Well, he, he lost his engine at Talladega in qualifying when he was driving for Penske. Oh, that's needed to do, so. I don't know why that's they decided to put him in that car. In the funny thing is who he replaced in the 12 car. And then Johnny thinks that he's from Wisconsin. Well, when you're not well known, it's kind of easy to get that mixed up, so. Yeah, well, he, I mean, John, a lot of people thought Johnny was from Grand Rapids, Wisconsin. Which I didn't know was a thing until he said it. <laughs> I didn't either. Did you know St. Joseph, Missouri was a thing until I said it? Probably not. There are people in the area that know about that, and a lot, and some of our some famous people from the area are mi are mistaken for being from Missouri, myself included, even though I'm not famous. So anyway, uh, what happened after the grid <laughs> and uh, and the autograph session? It was us getting food, getting some souvenirs from the souvenir shop, and then we enjoyed the racing. No. It was not. We ran into Jeff Striegel again. Uh, we, well, we, yeah, you're we right. We went to the picnic table area where Striegel was grilling. Oh, yeah, just the barbecue. Take in <laughs> what had just happened. Yeah, the barbecue, that's right. <laughs> we took in funny. what just happened. And then after yeah. that, I, I did have one of his hot dogs. Which were very good. 
And then we went to the souvenir oh, yeah. area where I where I plugged my sponsors. <laughs> I actually did see a rep from Nap and Vote there. So Ah. They and said, I hey, Alex, money great job plugging us. It wasn't just a WWE thing. What? What'd you say just then? And I found out that and I found out that money in the bank was more than just a WWE thing. Yeah? We didn't run that race. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. No, I you remember. didn't. I have the ter- I have the worst memory. Oh, look the who dominates that, said- that race! The car that you said you were going to be in before you were forced to pull out due to your surgery was actually the one worn by Hosevar. Yep. And he won it. We were teammates for two years, three years maybe. I don't know how long we were. Te- how long we raced it as teammates, but I told you it was good. Mm-hmm. Now, the story behind Henry out of the race car. Now, that's the chassis name. Oh, yeah. In 2019, we built George. Because <laughs> my ex and I, we went to my aunt and uncle's cottage on the lake, and there are two blue cranes there that are husband and wife that are always seen getting it on. I saw cranes oh, get it on. It was terrible. I'm not even going to ask. So we built George. I just asked, or I asked my ex's nephew, what do you want the car to be named? And he goes, George. I said, okay, we'll name the car, we'll name the car George. So then we built another one last right. year that was identical to George, and we named it Henrietta. There was George and Henrietta, the the cranes, and then there's George and Henrietta, the race cars. We retired George, and we're going to retire Henrietta after this weekend. Okay. We name all the chassis. There was Bluebird. There was. What? That's the thing that goes back to the older older days of racing. Well, when Berlin just when Berlin opened, that's what people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? So then we, after plugging the sponsors, we enjoyed some racing, and then you interviewed me. Because we somehow sorry because we were getting drinks during the break. <laughs> oh, then you, oh, then you run into me while I'm getting lemonade. Let's tell yeah, that story. Yeah, and after I got a Pepsi. <laughs> Let's tell that story now. Yeah. Because the instant I start recording, you were telling some how did this happen? A sword autographed by who? Randy Jackson. Like, a Randy Jackson autographed sword, and that's a story in itself. Meanwhile, he's waiting for lemonade. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Well, it's from and a movie. After that, Huh? It's from Step Brothers. You never seen Step oh, Brothers? Okay. Not right offhand, no. Okay, it's a damn good movie. You need to see it. But anyways, okay. tell them what what happened after that. Well, Alex got his lemonade. He wanted to do a taste test thing, so of course. But he wanted me to taste Pepsi, which it's Pepsi. 
see. What did you expect? It's the gold and then standard. And that Johnny's sister Barb shows up. <laughs> and then we tell her so we, about what happened prior to that. A few minutes. What right, because what Alex showed me. Yeah, so Alex finds Jeff Striegel again. And he had the idea, because Alex had brought a ticket from the 2002 Rockingham Cup race that Johnny won. He already had Johnny sign it. And then he decided to have Jeff Striegel sign it. And then he showed me that. And when Barb came across our path, he showed her that. So that was that before we get to the next the next couple races and stuff. So the next race was the second of the two limited and late model races that Johnny was in. The first one I purely enjoyed as a fan, so I didn't record anything from it except for the winner's interview where Johnny finished second. But Josh eh. won. So I told my mm -hmm. I told myself that I was going to record footage from the second race that Johnny was in. You know, get some content and stuff, more than just interviews and stuff. So, of course, what happens I start recording? The imposter 21 spun himself into Johnny and that caused a big mess that took out two other cars, including Josh, who had won against Johnny in the previous race. Who? And if and you that, watch uh, my footage, I sound like I'm having a panic attack. But then that driver who ended up winning snapped his four-year winless streak at Berlin. And according to the announcers, he started all the way in the back out of respect for the other drivers, so that's even more impressive. Well, especially at a track like Berlin, because Johnny has said how hard that racetrack yeah. is. And I can attest to this, yes. it's hard! It is. Well, you've never raced there. I've heard. Yeah, for me. <laughs> I cannot explain how hard that racetrack is. It's definitely the, it's harder than Gateway. We don't discuss Gateway. I thought that's where uh, Andy Houston became an American hero. Yes, that's true. It's still a crap track. <laughs> it is. Thunder Chicken is too. <laughs> I'm not going to stop with that, am I? Probably not. I hate it. I hate I hate racing there, all right? Not going there. It's not it's on the same street as Michigan's Adventure. <laughs> Anyways, uh so after that we watched the Street Stocks race, which was fun, except for that 60 truck. Yeah, but he did get out of the way. And oh my God, the finish to that race was just amazing. That was probably the finish of the night. Well, there was that big wreck on the Where front. Where did that 94 9 car come from? Who knew? I mm -hmm. Listen, I, I couldn't tell you. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Oh, that finished. Yay. Anyways, stupid phone. One update. <laughs> um, Moving on, so okay, and then it was the super late models, which was fun. Night. And that's when it that was. Johnny Benson throwback won. <laughs> yeah, 
And then I think so that, that wrapped it up, fun. except for the wrap up <laughs> when we t- when uh, hold it, let me find it. I know I've got it. Yeah. So Alex and I don't say it yet until I find it. After- okay. Okay. Just oh, yeah, kind of give us the lead up. Yeah. Just kind of give us the lead up, and then we'll we'll discuss it. Oh, I don't have that. All right, so tell us uh, what happened. So before, after the racing's all said and done over with, and before the fireworks show to Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen, which, okay, cool choice, Memorial Day weekend, uh, Alex and I had one more encounter. So because I had five five minutes left on my camera, he decided he was going to do some recording with his camera. And that was basically the collab part of my video. <laughs> and what happened here is that we were discussing some stuff. And then I decided to bring something up for him. Because in the midst of all that, I had noticed, because uh, I have uh, data stuff with, with Twitter and stuff. And I noticed that Kenny Wallace, a.k.a. Funnybone, had funny bone. a tweet. Yeah. He had liked a tweet that Jeff Striegel sent out uh, welcoming the fans back to Berlin. And the picture was Johnny uh, signing an autograph for a little one. But if you look at the right side of the picture, you will see Alex. You will see some familiar. Something familiar. Hang on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Where did I put it? It should be somewhere. It's I'm updating apps on my phone <laughs> while I'm doing this. It might be in the group. Let me see. Uh... <laughs> no, it's not in there. It's on there. Oh, here's what Kamikaze Games said about uh, Johnny being there. Hey, Com- here's oh, me. No. Hey, Kamikaze Games. It's the guy who wrecked you in episode of fourteen in episode fourteen of the night of the NASCAR Thunder two thousand four Martin Jr. Let's play. Dylan responds with fear, pure, unbridled, visceral fear. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that. <laughs> All right, that's... and that's a long story in itself. <laughs> How about you tell it? No one's gonna believe us. So Kamikaze Games, who's essentially the male version of me, if you ask Reddit, he does NASCAR Let's Plays and that kind of stuff. He does racing game videos. And one day, a few years ago, he was doing a a Martin Truex Jr. NASCAR Thunder 2004 Let's Play, which is basically him to create a car as Martin Truex Jr. So he's at Pocono. And he, of course, he's on Legend Difficulty, and <laughs> he's having problems with virtual Johnny Benson. Keyword virtual. If this was actuality, this would never happen. So, in NASCAR Thunder 2004, there's this rivalry system where basically all the drivers are Robbie Gordon and or Johnny Sauter. You race him clean, then race you clean. You race them dirty, they'll race you dirty. So the game determines that 
Truex Kamikaze was being pretty bad towards virtual Johnny Benson. So, <laughs> going into turn one at Pocono, Kamikaze is already raging out towards virtual Johnny Benson. And then going into turn one, virtual Johnny Benson does what actual Johnny Benson won't do. He dumped him. And then Kamikaze goes on the most insane, crazy rant, starting with calm, rage out voice. And after he wrecks himself again into the wall and then Christian Fittipaldi and essentially destroying his motor because getting him a DNF, he goes berserk <laughs> towards virtual Johnny Benson. Johnny, <laughs> and if you see the actual bitch. clip, and if you Go. see the actual clip, it is actually things I'll never hear in reality at a NASCAR race for 500, Alex. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk a little bit about uh, what about uh, what do you want to talk about next? <laughs> well, while I find this clip, <laughs> one, two. Well, basically, three. the only thing left was my uh, little outro and stuff. What basically where I reviewed all of the goodies, as well as uh, my little. Outro. I love the way that outro came up because I was looking for the perfect song to put with it. How the long did that come, it, take oh it? How God, long did that cool. Like, how did it come up? How, uh, how did that come about? The outro? Yeah. Or the summary outro? I was going to do that anyway because the song that I wanted to use, A, it wasn't long enough, and B, when I tried to extend it, it did not fit what I wanted to do. So it was my second option, and it was perfect. I had to do some editing because it was three layers, and the system I use only does two. So basically, I had to do a sound copy with the music and one portion that I needed to use, but then it came out correct. That's good. I'm trying to find something here. And I did enjoy that outro. I'm glad you did. That was definitely one of the best outros I did. Everyone in short. Oh, God. I found it. I found the clip. Let me find it. Christopher DePauli's NASCAR career was shitty as fuck. All right, here it is. Why would you dive bomb like you in turn one? Draft with me, John. No? You're going to try and dive bomb my shit into turn one? Yes. Yes, you are. Johnny Benson, you motherfucking bitch. Johnny fucking Benson with your motherfucking ugly ass face. But you're fucking not accomplishing anything else. Come the fuck on! You motherfucker, Johnny Benson! You motherfucker! Alrighty then. Hello and once again, good evening. That's the best part about like, that. Because the absurdity of who it was. Like, even with someone like Jeff Gordon or Kevin Harvick, I guarantee you that would have been cut. But because it was Johnny Benson, who in reality would be the last person to do that, it's funny. <laughs> and, and you know what? I honestly hope Caitlin finds that funny. I really do. <laughs> For reference, it's a video game. Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, what's next on the agenda? Or on the Berlin thing. That, Let's talk about the pastimes it. Berlin video that I made. Well, hang on. There is one thing, because we did not discuss 
my way of getting involved in this because we discussed your way but not my way so here's my way of how this story started so <laughs> i had the idea that i wanted to surprise alex because i told myself that i was going to go to berlin raceway at least once so i had the idea well maybe i should surprise him and all that stuff when it was announced that johnny was going to be there I got my ticket. So that's how that started. In the meantime, he told me that Kaylin was going to be there, and that was a bonus for me. They did not know I was going to be there until, and I don't know how the heck I managed to do this. We were among, like, the first three people to show up at the track when they opened the parking lot. Well, and no, there were a lot of cars there. We are just the only ones in the track. There were a bunch of people drinking beers over by, over by the uh, fairground. <laughs> beer's good, by the way. So, just kidding. Hmm? I don't drink. Yeah. So we were doing the entries and stuff, and then they the uh, people who do the parking they directed us where to go. Of course, I was gentle about it. Thanked everybody. Parked my car, and that's it. My intent was to surprise Alex. Lo and behold, within two seconds, he finds me. I didn't find you. I had parked not far from you and saw you get out of the car. <laughs> and that was hilarious. And I was surprised. I was there, like, wait, like what? <laughs> Anyways. I'm surprised you didn't film that. Uh. Well, because my dad was there, and my dad doesn't like when I vlog at races. Because then I'm a danger to people. How? That doesn't know. even make sense. I don't know. I don't know answers. Moving on. Um, so I think that does it for so Hot Seat. So that's it for today's yeah. Hot Seat. <laughs> that changed. <laughs> What are we doing now? Anyways, moving <laughs> on. What are we going to discuss next? Well, I don't have anything else for today. So if you want to discuss something else. Um, who out of the listed guests that we've talked about do you want to see most on Pastimes? The six potential guests that you listed? And guests I've thrown around. That's actually a good question. Besides Andy Houston. <laughs> and Funny Bone. Yeah. That if they're not a member of the NASCAR Dozen, how about that? All right. Well, honestly, it would be interesting to interview Pitbull. Because that would be something connected to racing and yet not at the same time because you you're probably right on this that would put pastimes worldwide on the map so to speak maybe because... I mean, we we're trying to get other like non-racing people but what do you think about exactly. having people like eric holtzlander nick delongpre josh fry on what about that that would also be neat it would give some local racers some exposure to people who may not know who they are and that's the re that's one of the main reasons that i actually listed who they are in my video 
because if I went there and they saw only Johnny, it wouldn't be fair to anyone else who was actually there. To the locals so that race, because Johnny doesn't race there no more. Every once in a while, yes. He hasn't raced there in like, anyway, in like 10 years. Uh, I was told five years. That was the last time he raced, period. Uh, at Berlin, yes. I thought it was, I thought it was 10 years since he's raced at Berlin, five since he's actually been at Berlin. But I could be wrong. I'll have to watch the video. Something again. like that. But anyway, um, <laughs> what's next? But it would be cool to feature. It would be cool to feature the local racers at Berlin, so they can get some exposure and maybe open up a whole new audience. Like I, I do. intended with my video. Let's see this. Out of the tracks that I, that I've raced at in my area, M40 and Jones, Hartford and Hartford. Thunder Chicken in Muskegon, Berlin and Marne, Kalamazoo in Kalamazoo. Which one is my home track? Well, there's two ways you can go about that. Either the track you most relate to or the track you're closest to. Track I'm closest to is Hartford. Track I'm most related to is Berlin. So which one of those two do you feel a deeper connection with? Hartford was the first track I ever went to a race at. Berlin is where I have the most connections. So I'd say it's a tie or a toss-up. Okay, so either one of those could work. Dirt is Hartford. Asphalt is definitely Berlin. However, I'm actually closer to Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. You want to know Kalamazoo? Kalamazoo's not as fun as Berlin, I'll be honest. Okay. The racing is, eh. Man, someone's calling the house. Uh, how about you rant about something? Okay. <laughs> well, it is interesting, one particular thing about our trip. Like, our Berlin adventure was very amazing. That's good. I will agree with that. It's just some yeah. survey people wanting to phone scam me. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, is it one of those people says, your car warranty is running out? Please call us back for da, 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 da. one of those people. No, we have a survey that we want you to fill out because we want to take infograph or whatever the fuck they want. Here's what you do in that instance. I've seen these things. What you do is pick up the phone. Don't say anything. If it's an automated message, wait for them to say, press two to be removed from our list. Two, and then they're done. True. Anyways. And then if you're on your cell phone, just block the number. That's what that's I've done. Let's let's take, well, I'm not going to show you my block numbers because there are uh, people in my block numbers who, who I don't want to reveal. Is that Anyways. Uh, let's look at the thing here. Um, uh -huh. All right. So... 
If you want to uh, have some wine, Tuesday tasting, that's your place. Uh, yeah. How do you want to close out? Well, I think it's pretty much uh, it for this week. And one thing of note, because I think you're forgetting something here. There's a specific reason why I'm wearing this shirt. Because if it goes it's out the July this Sunday, week, today it, today's is going out right. it's July. It's July. Road America Day. Chase Elliott's going to win. <laughs> I hope so. But all these road courses things so far, you don't know. Coda. <laughs> oh, IndyCar. We've got to talk about IndyCar. We haven't talked about IndyCar yet. We've wrapped well, up in true. NASCAR, Berlin. we got to talk IndyCar. So where are they at this All week? Right. Let's see where they're at. I don't have the... Uh, I honestly don't remember. Let's see. Because we did not put IndyCar on the itinerary. <laughs> we need to start putting IndyCar on the itinerary. Um, Mid-Ohio is where they're at this week. Mid-Ohio. So who you got winning that? That's that's probably going to be Scott Dixon because that is basically his track. He's won yeah. what, six of the last seven? I'll go with that. You know who's not going to win? I know where this is going. Jimmy Johnson. I see that as agreeable. Who, who, who'd you, where did you think it was going? I knew it was going to be Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Who else would it be? Because he sucks. It's not that he sucks. It's that he's inexperienced. Let's put it that he way. It's like Danica when she came to NASCAR. <laughs> well, the problem there is that Danica was a guinea pig. So that's kind of different. Vickers was a guinea pig, too. So, In what way? I was not expecting that. I just thought he was guinea pig by Hendrick. I can see that logic because of Jeff Gordon, but my problem with that argument is the fact of who Brian Vickers' best friend was. Because that was the main reason he was at Hendrick to begin with. His best friend was actually Adam Petty for a portion of time. Well, a lot of people say that Adam Betty was their best friend, but Brian Vickers' actual best friend was Ricky Hendrick. Put, put your hand on backwards for little Ricky. Right. That's what they did. That's what I'm probably going to do in the event we interview Brian Vickers. I'm just going to wear a hat and I'm going to wear it backwards. I'm going to have him do the same thing because that's going to be on our Ricky Hendrick. If he's wearing a hat. And that should be an interesting episode if that happens. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... We're going to make this episode a tribute to – we're going to make your episode a tribute to Ricky Hendrick. Uh, if you have a Hendrick hat – And I'll be sure to you know, have my Ricky Hendrick card. Are you going to be – I'll do be you sure want to have my card on or, I've got my Ricky Hendrick card I don't see why not. Well, you, you can if you want. Well, I know you don't like him. Thanks, Brian Vickers! That whole thing at Richmond. <laughs> uh, you should show everybody the picture. I don't have the ticket on me because I sent it to James Ince and he's going to sign it. Oh, my picture. 
All right. I was going to get you a better frame for it. <laughs> the but Johnny scats his shit on okay. it. <laughs> All right. I'll get that, and then you can rant about something for a second. Okay. Um, so I'm wearing my hat backwards uh, because I paint this segment is in honor of Ricky Hendrick. Uh, I like Ricky Hendrick. He was a very cool dude. And I think that because we're, we're kind of tying this episode into Hendrick and Gordon and Ricky Hendrick, and obviously we talked to Johnny Benson about that. I want to know, what do you guys think um, would have come if Ricky Hendrick would have joined, would have taken the ownership role at Hendrick? Would he have done good? Would he have done bad? What would have happened? I don't know. What do you guys think? If you're watching via the YouTube aspect, comment down below. Or if you are watching or if you're listening, please reach out to us on Twitter. Now that Mary's back. Mary, how do you think Rick, Ricky Hendrick would have ran Hendrick if he would have stayed alive? Uh, ran Hendrick as an owner? I think he would have done very well. He definitely had the knowledge for it. Now there's actually a better frame that you could... Uh, oh, I have the similar frame for this poster here. But what you can do is I was going to get you a frame that, that would have Johnny's name etched in it and have his stats and have some cards of him in there, too. Because I got a buddy who lives in Grand Rapids that will do that for you. And they'll have the day that you I met I like him. that idea. Johnny I like Benson, that idea. The picture of you and him engraved in it, and it'll have the day you met him and shit. Oh, I would love that. That that would be neat. That actually reminds me of something. The the picture you showed me yesterday, Berlin Raceway has a photo gallery. And they have a photo gallery of the day we went. I decided to look at it because you showed me the picture of <laughs> they had a picture of a lot of people. It was from the start finish line, I could easily tell, of all these people. And in the middle portion of the right side of the picture towards the top is me filming Johnny. <laughs> and I saw a bunch of other pictures. They had that puppy that was featured and a bunch of different angles. And uh, yes, that picture, <laughs> if you can see it on here. <laughs> I got, I'm kind of shaking, but whatever. Go ahead. And yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was so neat. <sighs> it's one of those you had to see it to believe it kind of things. But yeah, the uh, pictures from that day, the uh, autographs of all the different people that were there. There was a Tony Caputo. There was a Eric Holtzlander who was there. Uh, Lauren Bell. That was the uh, Lauren Bush female Bush. I was talking to. What I say? Bell. You also said Christy Wallace. I did not notice. I actually did that. I did and not I corrected notice you and said, going, I did not say Christy. Say yeah, you did say it. <laughs> I didn't even realize I did it. It was like me seeing not to when I was trying to answer Johnny's question. <laughs> we don't discuss that. Yeah. yeah and, oh, uh, check this out on Instagram. James Davison won the uh, Pro Invitational Cup championship. 
Well, that's cool, but I don't think that's the actual trophy. I know. <laughs> like, it's just a photoshopped image, which I think was funny. Oh, my God. If I had the time to dig through my Racing Milestones magazines, I could find you a photoshopped image of Joe Nemechek holding the next Hill Cup trophy. <laughs> His son's going to win the truck championship this year. <laughs> Anyway, the other uh, autographs that I got from Johnny, here's the two cards that were uh, referenced. Uh, these were the two cards that uh, Alex wanted Johnny to sign. And I told you he was not going to sign my YouTube name, and I was right. Do you but have the, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I am not even going to ask why. But anyway, um, my new It's all the drivers with just cheese on their heads there's the famous picture tell them the story behind that oh my god so here's the origin of how i got this and this ties into brian vickers i got this picture on may 3rd 2002 which was the night of the spring 2002 bush race at richmond now originally i did not get this picture i got a hat, not this hat, but another hat that one of my friends ruined, and a t-shirt, the actual t-shirt I wore in the video. I'm not making that up. I've had that shirt for 20 years. 19 years. And, yeah. And I did not know, I did not know that Johnny was going to be in this race because qualifying had rained out, and I wasn't sure he was going to be able to get in the race, but he did get in on a past champion's provisional. So Johnny was actually going through the field and was doing very well. And then there's this crash in turns three and four. I'm seeing in turns one and two. Immediately, I could not tell who had crashed. So I'm counting all the cars, and I realized that Johnny did not come by. Then I realized he was the one who crashed. And everything was okay and fine for a while until the next caution when Todd I crashed out. During that caution, a fan notices my Benson gear, taps me on the shoulder, and told me that Johnny was going to the hospital for potential broken ribs. I'm 11 years old. I don't know what ribs were yet. So because of what I've now come to find out is my pessimism and my over-worrying about people, my thing called a brain told me that ribs were vertebrae. I was convinced he had a neck injury. So, being the panicky person I did, after the race, I convinced my dad to buy this picture. And at the time, pictures like this were worth six bucks. It's definitely worth a lot more now. But I ain't getting rid of this thing. This is now my ultimate treasure. Does that because have any more meaning to you, given what happened to your dad? Yes. For those who don't know, my dad actually passed away, lost, lost, last August due to cancer. 2020? And that was a trying last month at that point with what had gone on. And I won't get into details, but it was a crazy, unthinkable time. It was August of 2020? He, he, and Yes. It was 2020, right? Okay. Yes. No, and... it was August of this year and recording this in June. <laughs> anyway. 
and this is actually the first time I had went to a race and not with him. The very first time. All the races I've been to, this is the first time I went to a race not with him. It was but, like my uh, own personal adventure, so I know I could do something like this. And then and the event if Johnny finds out the story of that picture. <laughs> the only way he finds out is if he watches the vlog documentary. <laughs> you can That's post that in the Benson out. group chat or group whatever it is. I should. I should do that after this recording. I should do that after this recording. Because I told you guys this yesterday. The reason I did not, not posted it yet is because I did not want to violate any self-promotion rules. Like I know They let me promote my Benson here. article. They let me promote my Carson article that that uh, that's just been released. So True, but you've been in the group way longer than I have. True. You introduced me to the group, remember? I invited you to that group. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, moving on. Let's right, talk after, about Mid-Ohio. I should do that. What? The Mid-Ohio Mid IndyCar race. It's going to be Dixon. Like, the only other person that probably comes close is probably going to be New Garden. But other than that, how do you go against Chad Dixon there? That's literally his track. Uh, who are the other two drivers who you think are going to finish the podium, though? Probably New Garden. I will not disagree. And for the final position, I'm torn between Rossi and Power. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw the uh, ball up, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be. Yeah, this is a fidget spinner because of my ADHD. Um, I'm gonna go with okay. Pato. Just throw him in there. Who cares? That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um. So. Now, let's discuss. There's nothing else we need to discuss. Well, there's only one other thing I can think of discussing, but it's just one of those infuriating things. Go ahead. The Roush Kozlowski thing. Oh, God. It's, it's supposedly a done deal. See, see that's my thing. You have all these other different announcements that have been confirmed, like Trackhouse buying Ganassi, but yet you're still saying that this thing with Kozlowski and Rouse still can't be confirmed until much later. Like the previous two years, everyone was convinced that he was going to the 48, not once, but twice, and that's still not a thing. So why should I still be inclined to believe now that Kozlowski to Roush is a thing, especially when Kozlowski's reaction was that Homer Simpson hides into a bush thing as if, okay, I cannot discuss this type of thing, or, okay, they're doing this again, I better hide, because I think it's real. I mean, in the event, I mean, Kozlowski's career, Kozlowski's career at this point would, I don't think Kozlowski would do very good at Roush. That's my thing. We referenced Austin Cindric earlier, and one of the reasons he's massively improved is because he went from the Roush 60 in 2018, which is probably the worst year for a car ever, and that was between three drivers, to the Penske yep. 22. Why would Keselowski leave Penske to go to Roush when Penske's a level A team, and Roush has steadily gone from B-plus to now basically C? Because 
other than Stenhouse's two wins at Daytona Talladega, they haven't Which won are not a race very impressive. Any, yeah, they haven't won a race of any sort since I believe 2014. That's seven years. Yeah. And Kozlowski is great and all that stuff, but I don't think he has the aspects of Tony Stewart to turn around Hasse and see and nothing flat. And then think about the last Michigan driver that drove for Roush and how Roush treated him. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. Because you've got two guys contending for championships. Then you've got those three drivers who Roush doesn't give a crap about. Exactly. Basically use them to get money from companies like Cheerios and John Deere and the Family Channel and or Prime Star. I don't even know what Prime Star is, but I honestly don't remember what it is. And I watched NASCAR during that era. And your driver was Bill Elliott at that time. My only driver at that time. Yes. When he was racing the McDonald's car. I don't know what it was about Bill Elliott, but. The, the Benson well, story, now that's a story. It, it, it would take me another hour and a half to explain that story. So we'll save that for another day. All I'll say about, about me being a Benson fan, he's from Grand Rapids. Yeah, that's true. I like this truck. And you know the Benson. And what? you know my story because I posted that in the message board because someone posted that as a question. And you also said it on your debut on this podcast. Yeah, the episode I was a guest. Now, let's go back. Since Uh-oh. meeting me, I will say mm-hmm. your life has changed. I think so, yes. Very much for the better, because list off everything you've been able to do because of me. I'm not trying to take any credit here, but just... Tell tell the viewers all the and listeners all the things you've been able to do because of me. Well, let's see. You've encouraged me to do other variants of social media, which I never thought I would get the courage to do because of my pessimism. I joined a message board and Twitter, so that's cool in itself. <laughs> I've been more encouraged to do racing-related videos. So I thought my time was basically up. And it's still probably going to be eh, here and there because of things in the future, not necessarily vids in question. And I still have three more videos that I am going to do this year within the next three months. July, August. Three, if not four. If things are concluded, I will do that series, but... Is it going to be a series or just one video is what I want to know. A series. Okay. a series. Oh, it's kind of like the Mayfield Massacre series. Yes, but way longer. (laughs) Unfortunately. But that's another thing for another time. But I do have other things, uh, three other videos that I am going to do. Which are what? One video that was... Yeah, one of them is going to be a video that you had put up on your own channel before copyright took it down. Which was the commercial video. Yeah. Wait, you're talking about the commercial video, right? Yes. My commercial I have my video. own version of the commercial video. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got my own version that's coming out, and it's nearly 40 minutes. <laughs> Mine was 40 minutes. And, yeah. 
The uh, August video is going to be a video that was postponed. It was supposed to come out in May, but then something happened. So I'm postponing it to August. And you probably already know what it is. Yep. And then September, and then September is my 10 year anniversary special. We'll have to see that. I'll be kind of nervous well, since I'm probably going to be in that. You are. Oh. <laughs> What am I in? The tail end. Okay. The podcast or the whole Johnny Benson meeting him thing? Both. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this as a potential warning. My idea for this video was highlights in my favorite moments all throughout all the videos I've ever done on YouTube. Now, my original idea for this was chronological order, but because of the last video I'm going to do before that video, I don't want the 10-year anniversary video ending on a sad note. So I'm going to put some Benson highlights from 2021 as the actual finale with a disclaimer. So it ends on a happy note. <laughs> disclaimer that I'm in it. No, disclaimer that the original plan is not what actually happened because oh. of what the last video will actually be. <laughs> so so then we move on. So race and videos, what's after that? Um, well, <laughs> well, the time that you actually told me that you were friends with Johnny's daughter, Caitlin, I'm going, really? That's actually a thing. And then we actually had conversations regarding other things and we actually became friends over it and i thought this is neat i like this and then probably the stupidest thing that ever happened between the two of us was the time you told me that you had johnny's phone number <laughs> and there was absolutely no chance i believe that i'm going i don't think so i may believe some things alex but there's no chance in hell you have his phone number and then <laughs> he showed me a he showed me a screenshot with some edits because Alex was afraid I was gonna take advantage of him. Why would I do that? Because you're a because you're a crazed Benson fan. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. What are you saying? I'm saying that you're a crazy Benson fan, but just saying that. You got the Benson fan part right. I wouldn't say I'm crazy. Really? Berlin, yes. I had to calm you down. No. Me smiling enough does not mean crazy. Well, well, you should. <laughs> well, don't you remember? The one time I got starstruck, you witnessed. And it was in this very meeting room. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. Like, well, yeah, that's another thing I helped you with. Well, that, that's true as well. Because here's the funny part about the Benson interview for pastime. No, not that one. I did not. Hmm? Not that one, the one before. Your first co-host, or your second co-host opportunity. Oh, with Bestwick. Yep. Yeah, we got the interview on with Bestwick. That was amazing in itself. You said, <laughs> you did not. I still remember that. 
because Beswick is very social on social media, but I still did not think that would happen. And then lo and behold, it did. <laughs> I'm going, you did not. <laughs> and then you invited me to be a part of it because he is my second favorite lead announcer ever. And that was amazing in itself. And your number one is Bob Jenkins. What's wrong with that? I don't like Bob Jenkins. Why not? I just don't. <laughs> I'm laughing over how you reacted to what I'm saying. You've never. Okay, go. You can say what. Just listen. If you're if you're angry about that, say something about Jeff Gordon as a driver. You He's get one shot. Baby. Johnny Benson is a Mickey champion. What again? Johnny Benson is a Mickey champion. I said it. Who the hell said that? Darian. (laughs) When? Never. I just said that because you called Jeff Gordon a crybaby. Well, as a baby, that's improving. Hey. (laughs) Okay. Johnny Benson is not a Mickey champion. Neither is Jeff Gordon. Here's why. They didn't win a championship under the chase format. Well, I could have told you that. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Rich Bickle is constantly bitching on Facebook that cars, drivers like Carson Hosevar only got their NASCAR ride because of money. I Liar. don't think Carson was with the company to do that. Like some drivers. Carson's dad owns a. Carson's dad owns a coin collectible store in Portage. And. That's who sponsors him. They, they sell a lot of like really expensive shit. Mm -hmm. But he also has sponsorship from one of my old sponsors, GM Parts Now, which you know why GM Parts Now left. Yeah. Your opinion? Listen, if they want to believe phony baloney, they're the ones who's going to lose out on money and stuff. Because you've seen my Berlin stats. Yes. With the ex- Oh, gosh. Did I tell you the story about the bad accident that I had? Yes. That's not a good story to tell without my ex in the room. But thank God she's not in the room. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the first co-host opportunity I gave you was with Steve Kaminsky, who's become a friend of mine. That's right. What was it like meeting him? (laughs) That was very interesting. I did not think I would have the opportunity to do anything like that, especially meeting someone who knows that area and Johnny that well. Well, he knows Johnny Which is that funny because there's an Easter egg in my Alex Trebek video. <laughs> there's an Easter egg in my Alex Trebek video when I discussed the Toyota Pro Celebrity race. The screenshot I, I shared about Johnny being in that race was an article by Steve Kaminsky. That was an Easter egg. Oh, so you, <laughs> you were saying, oh, I, I interviewed this guy. 
He's the one that helps with the articles well, on the no, website. No, I showed a screenshot of an article. Okay. He's the one that helps out with the articles on our website. Link in the description. Right. Because he's the one that helped mm -hmm. out with the Carson article, the Benson article, the Striegel article. Have you read the Striegel one yet? Not yet. Out of all the articles I've written, which is your favorite outside the Benson one? Probably when you talked about the 2001 Pepsi 400 and the events leading up to that. Because I helped. Did you know I got a that. zero? Did you know I got an F on that article? Someone doesn't know their racing history. Let me tell you the, Let me tell you what happened. So I spent nine hours writing that article because normally people like, hang on, water. Mm -hmm. So I spent a long time writing that article. And then mm -hmm. my teacher said, F, my teacher says, you didn't include, you didn't talk to any of these people. You didn't include anything they said, huh? Let's Wait, see. Wait, didn't include anything they said. She said that I didn't. An actual quotation mark? She said that I didn't talk to those people, to anybody associated with that, um, with that particular um, topic. And I'm going, I'm going to the website right now, and I'm going to read you that. Um, like, was that a requirement or anything? Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Articles. Okay. This is our website. Mm -hmm. I changed the name of the company to Alex Wood Racing. Co-owners. We'll go over to co-owners. Here is what I wrote about Mary. <laughs> and here's what I wrote about Caitlin. <laughs> All right, articles. We're going over to that. Now, you can rant about what you think about me getting an F on that article. What do you think about it? Like, if it... If the topic said you had discussed it with them directly, that's one thing. But then she also said you didn't use any quotes from them. That's where this person messed up. Because clearly, the problem here is that she said that there had to be quotes from them. What does she think articles and sources are? That's where she messed up. In my entire career... I've been asked about, more about that one call than anything else. Bestwick said in an interview on the Past Times podcast in December of 2020. Yep. When I watched that race, it reminded me of his father. If you watch that race from the stands, or in my case, from the booth at either Daytona or Talladega, you, you always saw that black number three. That night... Dale Jr. was making moves that reminded me so much as his dad of his dad. So as the race ended and they were coming to the checkered flag, that line happened. And as I said, the word vomit happened. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wear you can't wear sweatpants more than one time a week. Huh? Haven't you seen what? Mean Girls? No. 
watch that stuff. I watch game shows. Mean Girls is a fucking hilarious movie. There's this one scene where uh, 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 Tim Meadows, the principal, comes in. Tina Fey is the teacher. Tim Meadows says, we've got a student joining us from Africa. Tim or uh, Tina Fey looks at a black student and goes, welcome. And then, the, and then the student goes, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> That's not even the stupidest analogy I've heard to Michigan in terms of media. You're going to like this one. Because my roommate oh told me about this. Oh, God. My roommate told me about this. Okay, it's the east side of the state. I can take it. Well, no, I, well, I don't know where exactly this place is located, but there's a video game called Twisted Metal, and in the game, there are these characters who gets, who wins these smash em, bash em events, and apparently there's this one demon-like character, and I don't know why this was a thing, because why would you put this in a video game? His wish was to go to hell. <laughs> now, the person who grants these wishes twist up the wishes. So the demon-like character's wish of going to hell is going to, and I'm not making this up, and you know what it is already, because you already yep. laughed at it, some place called Hell, Michigan. When hell freezes over, Hell, Michigan. <laughs> well, and then there's a gift place. shop in hell that you can go, That they have postcards, they'll burn the end, and after you get the postcard, they tell you to get the hell out of there. I want this can't be a real place. Now it you is. know this better than I do. Where is this located? By Byron. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's by uh, Jackson. It's basically the halfway point between Byron and Jackson. Lovely. <laughs> oh my god. I cannot believe that's an actual name of a town. Hey, hey, listen. Oh, and here's the funny part. There was an article that came up, I don't know how long ago this was, but it was less than a year ago, saying the town was for sale. Yeah. Who's going to buy that? <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah, I'm not making this up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's oh, and this is even funnier. There's an actual place in Michigan scale. called Paradise? Yeah. From There's hell to paradise. paradise. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, so, not, let's talk about, um, what, uh, now moving on, obviously we talked about Kaminsky, we talked about Bestwick, uh, back yes. to what we were talking about before that. What are, what's another thing that I, <laughs> what are the other things I've helped you with? Uh, hmm. Now, if you well, listen to Pastimes via Apple... Spotify or, excuse me, uh, Amazon, you know Mary's last name, unfortunately. It it required me to do that, Mary. Okay. That's okay. 
As long as we don't verbally say it, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But anyway. anyway. <laughs> so the other thing that happened was the first time I had an encounter with Johnny Benson himself, the, the interview thing. Because Alice kept going on and on that he wanted to do it. And I was saying, you could try, but it's not likely to happen because Johnny's not the social media type. And Alice kept saying that this was going to happen. You want to know the instant I believed this was going to happen? When it was done. <laughs> the instant I knew this was going to be a thing was when Alex said, okay, you make the call. And I'm going, right, this is actually going to happen. And he's the one who picked up. I'm going, oh, my God, this is happening. Now, I did not say that because if you saw the preview to that, then, I you know, you it's like, just go back. Oh, and I'm saying hi. <laughs> it just and if you go back you just look like oh my i could see it like in your face it was huge <laughs> yeah i'm going oh my god that's actually him and then <laughs> then there's me just like and then before alex joined the call before alex joined the call he did something special because we didn't know the berlin thing was happening yet but what he did was that before he joined the call because both our cameras were on. Alex sent a screenshot of me and Johnny in that room and sent it to me afterward. And even though things have happened since, that's still special to me. To the point it's my phone background. Did I thought your phone background was a picture of uh, you, the actual picture I took of you and Johnny. Hmm? You haven't changed it to the actual picture you've taken of that I took of you and Johnny? Uh, I'll change the lock screen to that soon. Okay. Well, well now, you've got, now you've got them both on your phone, so... Yes. Yes, I do. And then... Uh, and then, obviously, the Berlin thing. Uh, yeah, eventually... And that's you know, a sequence I'll, of unexpected events. I'll have to tell Johnny your story behind that picture. <laughs> because he's going to want to hear it. I don't know if he does or not, but... <laughs> you know, I actually have four NASCAR driver's cell phone numbers. <laughs> okay. Hank Parker Jr., Johnny Benson, Shane Meal, mm -hmm. and Brittany Zamora. Hmm. Oh, and Carson Hosevar. Well, yeah. You know what? Because a lot of people don't know this. We actually had, you actually had the intent of interviewing Shane Meal, but the recording messed up. Yes. What we should do is have an updated version of that with either me or Caitlin on as an updated version of it to make up for it. Of Brittany Zamora we were going to have on too, but that one is lost in cyberspace. That's the one that ended up being five minutes because the recording messed that up. That was uh, Isabella Robusto. We could do an updated that was Isabella Robusto. Brittany's oh, yeah, the, right. the one that was going to be between Michael Klein and Joey Tartamella, but that one got lost in cyberspace. Well, we could do an updated that one and introduce me as well as if it was a new thing to make up for that as well. But that'll be a future thing that we'll discuss. I mean, I later. can talk to Shane again. 
I'll see. Yeah. But... It'd so, be cool if I could talk to him too, because there is something I do want to discuss with him. We can and do you one know of what those... it is already. Yeah, his drug stuff. Or Kevin Grubb. Well, no. Kevin Grubb? Yes. Didn't did mm -hmm. they know each other? Yes, they were close friends. I'll have to talk to him about that. Imagine if Kevin Grubb lived and we actually got him on pastimes. That'd be interesting how that would go down because what happened to him and what we found out after he died is what changed everything in terms of what we now know and believe regarding NASCAR's drug policy. And you is know what? I'm going to tell you right now, I got I got to submit to, I've submitted to two drug tests this year. Yeah. Two mm -hmm. random ass drug tests in which I passed. I did fail one, but it was a false positive. Yep. So what they do, they take the A sample. You fail that, they will take a B sample. If you fail that, they will suspend you indefinitely for violating the substance abuse policy. Now, if you pass the B sample, they will reevaluate the A sample. Hmm, interesting. One driver I feel t terrible for is Tyler Dipple. Yeah, what happened to him was megaphony baloney. And to this day, both Jeff Hammond and Tobinine need to issue him an apology. What did Jeff Hammond the do? Baloney they pulled on him. What did they do? Hammond and Bodine both basically they chastised him on Race Hub. Like he was an absolute bad guy and all that kind of stuff. We gotta get Jimmy Spencer on if we want to talk about bad guys. Well, the, he's not as that you think that Johnny Benson's not a social media type. Jimmy Spencer's even less. How if the yeah. deal your download found him, I'll never know. I mean, I could talk to Mike. <laughs> Speaking of people oh. at Junior Motorsports, I did try reaching out to Junior Motorsports to try and talk to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Not about passings, <laughs> about that. something else. About something else that we, you know, I'll just say it. When Jason Jacoby was constantly trying to get Dale Jr.'s attention when he was in his fucking delusional state. Yeah. Dale Jr., where's my car? I was supposed to be a NASCAR star. Oh. I will say this. Jacoby is the worst YouTuber in the NASCAR community that has ever been a part of the community. There are some dangerous people who I will not name. You can probably guess who I'm referring to. I'm referring to no less oh, yeah, than two people. Two people. Two people. Okay. You have them in mind? Yes. You do, please do not say them. Please, I will ask you later. Jacoby is worse. Jacoby is worse than the two than those two that that I'm thinking of, and then some. Uh My camera cut out. Shit. Your camera cut out. Yeah. 
But anyway. I think we're good now. Okay, good. So back to what, back to you. What were you saying? Mm-hmm. What were you saying? Uh, you were seeing how Jacoby was uh, the worst of the NASCAR YouTubers. As in the most dangerous. But enough about that. Um, yes. So, I think that's it for this episode. Uh, be sure to uh, yeah. check out Tuesday Tastings. We're going to put everything in the description. Mary, what are your announcements yes. for, for, for yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, basically, I just made them earlier. The next video on my channel that's going to come out is the commercial video. And, and that a- will be sometime in mid-July. I picked a date yet. Well, that's pretty much all there is for us. Check out Tuesday Tasting. Check out our website. If you're watching via YouTube, comment, like, subscribe. Mary's mm-hmm. going to do the, and Mary's going to do the closing. All right, and also be sure to check to uh, check out my latest video, Ultimate Twenty Two Dragons Racing Adventure at Berlin Raceway. You do not want to miss it. A Top lot link of in the description. Stars and a race budget. Yes. <laughs> And a lot of interesting highlights. So, uh, this is Mary. You know me as Ultimate 23 Dragon. Go. Say your name. <laughs> and I'm Alex. You know me. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in to uh, Pastimes for the Day. And we're going to see you in the next episode. Until we meet again. Oh, well, let's try this again. Go, 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 go. You do yours. And if you know my if you know my outro very well, then you'll know it. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And that's my final answer. And if you are somewhat familiar with my channel or the former channel, until we meet again. <laughs>